Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from Sticker Giant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. This is Andrew. Today is April 15th, 2020, and we're very fortunate to have on the show today Stephanie Bodwin from Meatless Crumbles or coloradocrummies.com. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her entrepreneurial journey and what brought her to this idea and this product. And uh, she's going to, you know, we say every sticker has a story, but so does food. And she's going to share her food story today with us. So thank you everybody for tuning in week after week. We appreciate you so much. And Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes. Thank you for having me. So, what brought you to make this choice in May of 2019, not very long ago, to start this business? All right. Well, actually, I'll rewind back two years. So May of 2017, I actually gave up on commercialized meat, um, kind of cold turkey, as they say. I uh, was working as a graphic designer at the time, and my husband did most of the cooking. So it was a little bit of a challenge for him to embrace my new uh, plant-based lifestyle, but um, supportive as he was, we kind of uh, traveled through it. And it kind of became apparent that we were having an issue every week, if you will, of uh, what to do about Taco Tuesday. So we decided to look at a lot of the meatless crumble products that were on the shelves and really came to the conclusion that they were all too chemically focused and frankly not what we were looking for in going plant-based. So we decided to come up with our own and got licensed, got up and running and decided that we really had something here and went to the farmer's markets to get our start. So that was back in um, almost a year ago, we got our start. So farmer's markets was one of your early sort of point of sales for this. Interesting. Okay. So the farmer's market became one of your point of sales, basically. You start, you use some farmer's markets to sort of start this out. Yeah. Greeley farmer's market to be specific is where we got our, our first booth assignment. And how did you, uh, create the name and do the trademarking and all that. Cause it's, it's a, it is a somewhat competitive space. That's really hot right now. And plant-based diets are, are of course in vogue. So how do you differentiate yourself there with all that in the process? Walk us through a little bit of the sort of designing the brand. Yeah, I'll start. Well, I'll start with the name. Cause it may have uh, raised a bit of a, an eye raise. Crummies is actually Scottish for horned cow. So it does have a little bit of irony there. Um, I do have a Scottish background, but we also just thought it was super cute and catchy and we like being a little ironic in this household. 
We went through two trademark applications before we were awarded crummies. Um, we were actually going to be Colorado crumbles at first, but there was a lot of uh, um, conflicts with that. But we're, we're actually happy it happened because we're, we're proud to be crummies now. Oh, nice. Um, and the URL is, in fact, uh, coloradocrummies.com. So how did you um, come up with the recipe? We had we looked on online to a lot of um, a lot of meatless crumble recipes that were online and kind of pieced together what we wanted in taste and texture and kind of used our own little or my husband's rather cooking knowledge on what could what could really be used as an alternative for that satisfying kind of taste and texture to be a, a meat alternative. So, so then, what exactly is in? You know, what is the ingredients then? Yeah, uh, we have seven simple ingredients. It's cauliflower, carrots, quinoa, mushrooms, red onion, sun-dried tomatoes, and garlic. That's it. Nice. So how do you then like assemble that? And Yeah, it's, it's that? kind of, it's processed. Um, everything's processed pretty fine to create a crumble. And then what we do is just f- uh, fresh freeze it. That way it just stays frozen until you're ready to thaw it out, saute it, season it up, and enjoy um, another big thing to us was to make this really versatile. Um, part of being plant-based and new into the plant-based diet is that, you know, you might be a little intimidated of what to what to create in your own kitchen, but crummies is easy to throw into any recipe that you would normally use ground meat in. And that was really, really a huge thing for us is to make um, this way of eating versatile, accessible, and super simple. Nice. So, uh you know, not that people are really going out to a lot of stores right now, but where can, where is it, where are, you know, customers, at least here in Colorado, able to, to get this? Yeah, we are housed at three grocery stores right now. Um, Hayes Market has two locations, one in Johnstown, Colorado, and one in Berthoud. And the other one is Mountain Avenue Market, or formerly the Fort Collins Food Co-op on Mountain Avenue. Nice. Um so, you know, obviously top of mind right now for, for all businesses um, is how to keep growing and, and stay and stay alive, right? And um, you're a pretty young business. Uh, how have you been able to sort of access capital or, or any kind of measures uh, during COVID-19? I think, uh, I think the opportunity has presented itself to really get creative. Um, obviously, we launched our online ordering platform that way customers that perhaps were looking for us at the at the non-existent farmers markets right now could find us online and what we'll do is just drop it off um, to a cooler box on your front porch make it super simple keep that social distancing aspect of it um, you can also if you haven't heard about it already the noco virtual farmers market is another space to find us uh, we are really thankful to get involved with with this kind of a farmer's market space. If you had asked me, you know, five years ago, if that was even a thing, I would have, you know, called you crazy, but. Yeah, what is, so walk us through a little bit about that. Cause I have a, a personally a long history of, of farmer's market love. Just yeah. the, the one where I grew up in Oak Park, Illinois was down the block and we used to go there every Saturday and there's bluegrass. And then, you know, I moved to Madison and the farmer's market in Madison's amazing. And then right moved to Boulder and I was like, oh, this is nice. And then same thing with Longmont, like they're nice, but you know, these huge, especially in the Midwest, like, totally different story. So to even think of it in general, 
general in this region, a farmer's market is, is tough, even though there's some good ones, but what is the NOCO virtual farmer's market? It was uh, launched on Facebook and it um, started out with a hundred people shopping on it and only a few vendors. It's grown to, gosh, I think last time I checked over 7,000 people shopping on it every week. Wow. Um, basically you shop through an album of vendors who showcase all of their product and you there's ordering times every week you know from like monday to thursday they pick what they want and it is actually delivered to your front door as well so they're keeping up with that social distancing aspect but it's been an amazing opportunity for my business as well as other small food businesses out there but it really really doesn't replace like you said the community feel um, I miss telling my story face to face to customers. Yeah, I mean, when we have booths at events, I mean, there's really I don't, to scale one on one doesn't work, right? But to make a connection with somebody, another human is obviously like kind of what we're all in this absolutely to do, absolutely. To do <laughs> in a way in life. But yeah, I'm looking on the Facebook page and it's it's deep. It doesn't show many people are on here right now, but yeah, like if you say there's in the thousands, that's really astonishing. Like as a public group to function like that. And I mean, it's a natural fit, but you're fine. You're obviously hopefully able to get yourself in front of some new, I mean, it's a small network, right. but like, right. hopefully it's like kind of deep. You, you yeah, know what I mean? I think, you can I get returned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least you like, Oh, I went through my three pound bag or whatever you guys sell the different denominations. And like, yeah. then it's like, Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go back to the virtual farmer's market. If that's right. what people if, if they're feeling most comfortable to do that, yes. I could see that being yes. a great play. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. And then I'm noticing you're just, looks like you got a Google form, you know, for your, for your ordering process mm-hmm. right now as sort of the, the life hack with that. Um, yeah, which is nice because then you're not doing a lot of vendor sort of stuff and, and you're going, you know, it looks like it says a secure payment via email, which is really great, right? Yeah, just keep keeping it simple again. Keeping it simple, <laughs> right? For, yeah. for you as, as a young business and then also for your customers who are new and just getting used to your, like this time, because you do, of course, want to point them to those those in-person experiences. Right. right. Um, so one way that we sort of were able to, to set this all up is you, you're part of a program called E for all, uh, which sticker giant has some mentorship, uh, opportunities with, with our staff mentor there. And, and we have actually some folks who are going through the program as well mm-hmm. on side projects with their family, which is kind of interesting. Can you talk a little bit what E for all is and how is, how is that function for your business? Yeah. So E for all is a, um, entrepreneurship for all. They specialize in communities that have possibly been overlooked for entrepreneurship opportunities. And really the, the business accelerator that I was part of, um, was at no cost to me. And it was a, um, what it is is an intensive part in the beginning where you were assigned three mentors that will walk you through a bunch of business goals, help you form a business plan and really just give you some structure and uh, discipline in that arena, they take they take on businesses that you could just have an idea, um, or you could be like us and kind of have a business going, but really need some momentum to get to get where you want to go. Um, an excellent resource. I am forever thankful that I got involved, and I actually met Harris at a farmers market booth. Um, he was set up right next to me, so it was kind of serendipitous that way. And, you know, they're also um, going to be taking applications till May 20th for their summer accelerator. Just a little plug there. Um, oh, if you nice. have any questions to go on e 4 all e 4 all.org. 
eforall.org. If so, those of you, especially if you're out here um, in this region and you're and you're looking at sort of getting um, some local networking, obviously we got Stephanie here from from Crummies, but um, yeah, eforall looks like a very cool community, and um, you know they're they're sort of all around the country, mostly in, in Massachusetts though, and, and then here in Colorado. Um, so. Nice. Thank you for that tip on that yeah. uh, program. And, you know, those accelerator sort of incubator programs are, they're a great place to, to, to find like-minded people who, who might be focusing on something different than you, but like, the, you know, you, people are drawn to entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what was your sort of background? What, what, in, what, what has equipped you for, for this, this crummies journey that you're on? It's on so bad. Yeah, I, got you. I love I got you. Like you said, it's like a tongue in cheek thing. It's like, yeah. there's a really crummy journey. I, I didn't mean, I'm sure you've heard all the puns, but like, yeah. but like what set you, it, like you said, it was a little over a year ago that you got the idea and you, and it was sort of one of those home kitchen kind of things, which is great. But before the home kitchen, before moving to a plant-based diet, what, what was your experience? You know, um, I was, I was working as a graphic designer at the time. I, I love being creative. I loved um, the aspect of, you know, seeing something from start to finish that I, that cre- I had a hand in creating. Um, I think my, my entrepreneurship journey, um, I watched my husband start his own small business and kind of watching him, you know, be self-employed, but also have such pride in his business and something that he built and he's in, you know, complete, complete, um, charge of, if you will, was, was really inspiring. Uh, my father always told me that working for yourself is probably the greatest, greatest thing you can aspire to do. And, um, yeah, I really just, I really just saw my opportunity and, uh, I think my work ethic has really just prepared me for, for this. Nice. Um, that's awesome. Uh, it's always interesting to see, you know, I have been doing this kind of stuff since I was in high school. So it's always been my path. I've always enjoyed, like, I love interviewing people and just talking to people. So, so very thankful that we have this show and that I'm able to talk to people like you and and really celebrate these stories. Now, a couple more tabs on your site that I want to navigate people through. And also just to, to kind of glean some of your wisdom. Um, When you, when you're doing the home brew, right, you're doing the home kitchen hack Mm -hmm. and you want to make this product. you don't have a lot going on here, right? Like as far as ingredients. So were you testing different stuff or what, what, how did it get to that perfect mix for you? Um, yeah. Testing different stuff and also the quantities of stuff because Mm. you know, you could just make like we, we were kind of starting with just cauliflower and mushrooms, but really weren't, it just really wasn't doing a lot for us. You didn't have enough like savory. Yeah. And kind of sweetness and also a little bit of a crunch in there. Well, you as get well. that from the tomato, the sweetness a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And then the, the quinoa kind of adds a little bit of that um, kind of, a, I hate to say the word gristle, but yeah. Kind no, of like no, but like there's a yeah, mouthfeel like, on meat, totally, right? Totally. Where like you have to work it for it. It was important. Like the yeah. texture of refried beans, like you're not chewing that. Yes, that's right. right? Where right. like if you want a burger, you're craving protein like that you want it's like a it it is it has like a yeah it's a pure texture play and i also point out we're not making it taste like meat like i know um i you know without mentioning names but there's companies out there that are really trying to um you know mimic the taste and make it bleed like meat and all that we're we're really just trying to focus on the versatility that way you could just throw it in like, right. Cause you in. are getting the nutrients from, from the cauliflower and the quinoa, like for sure. Right. Um, 
and you, you don't want to name names, but I do notice you have like a, a comparison chart on your site for the other four yes. big names. And we don't have to name them because people know they, you know, our, our audience is smart enough to know what you're saying, but I do notice, and I will say this for folks who head to coloradocrummies.com slash compare, crummies.pdf. Um, you will see that the list of those other four brands are extensive as far as their ingredient list. Right. And like, I, like you said, you probably had did enough of your due diligence to like set them side by side. And you also were not happy with the amount of additives that were That's in right. those other products. Right. And that guided your sort of your like laser focus to strip this down, which is pretty rad. Yeah. We, just um, found, we just found them unnecessary. You know. Right. If, you, if you're able to replicate it, probably far yeah. more affordably too. The biggest thing for me and my family is like, we want, we would love to do, do that just to mix it up. But it's like, very prohibitive from a cost yes. standpoint. Yes. And then like sure. the kids are like, this doesn't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> now they're young and they have very limited palates, but um, <laughs> my daughter is more adventurous, but in any event, um, she knows when, when someone's trying too hard though. So <laughs> the, um, the last tab I really want to talk, talk through is, is this, is this recipe tab. Um, it's also the ingredients tab, uh, but you got some nice pictures of, of food in progress and then you got, you know, the steps here. Um, you know, are you looking at, at, at continuing to grow this, uh, to grow this? Cause there's some fun concepts you could really get into. Right. And you know, it's really been fun is watching what our customers create and they've right. been kind enough to send those back to us. Um, so we can kind of see how creative people are getting in, you know, the kitchen and it's been really, uh, it's been really rewarding just to see, what everyone's coming up with. Uh, Crummy you know, tacos. That's really <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the menu. Yeah. Got, but you do have, we got portobello caps. You got meatballs, which I'm a yeah. huge fan of. You oh know, yeah. Italian Those cake. are my personal favorite. Though. Are they, the, is the meatballs? The is crumb balls. Yeah. The crumb balls. Crumb balls. Excuse yeah. me. I did. No, you're so, fine. So it is actually spelled crumb balls, meatless meatballs. It says that on the website. So that's on me. I, I apologize. I did. I mispronounced it. Everything else is called crummy. I love it. Um, so that's really great that you're able to just give, give, you know, customers, consumers, um, another option, uh, especially in this very, I, I, I see competitive space because now obviously, especially with restaurants, not really able to do what they do or not able to source. Are you, are you looking at just instead of just this direct consumer model, is there any other plans? You know, we sort of like to tie this up towards the end of our, of our talk about, you know, what's next, what are you excited about? I mean, my mind goes to a few places naturally, but I'd like to hear more from you, the articulation of what you're sort of looking at now in your first year, obviously you couldn't have expected a global pandemic. So that's yeah. not in, when you were at E for all in December, you weren't like, so in March when nobody goes to eat anywhere, that's right. That's right. the grocery store, we are going to do this. <laughs> so you've done your pivot, but you still have big plans and you sat down to do this a, a little over a year ago to, to create something. So what does it look like a year or three from now? You know, it, it looks like, uh, being in restaurants, we are really excited for the restaurants to reopen, um, be better, and we would want Crummies to be part of that grand reopening. Um, like you said, timing timing is you know is a challenge right now. But we we actually were in talks with a few restaurants before this all hit, and we are continuing those conversations so we can we can be part of their reopening. So we would like to get on a few menus um, here in Longmont, but also beyond, and just yeah, just grow, grow like we can. I think we have a, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a niche being local, mm -hmm. um, as well as our simple ingredients, but we are a local company. We're based out of Weld County and, you know, we're small right now, but we do have big plans. Nice. That's awesome. Um, so 
when it comes to productizing this, you know, just to give folks a sense of what they get, what, what are, what are the options for them? Yeah. So you, what it comes in is a frozen one pound package and um, it does have a beautiful label on it from sticker giant. Thank you is for that, that right? It is right. And <laughs> we've, been, we've been proud to have that since the beginning. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So it is a, uh, it is something you just throw in your freezer. Then you just take it out, thaw it much like you would a ground of, you know, pound of ground meat and just saute it up, season it and you're good to go. Right on. Um, well, thank you for being sticker giant customer. Um, <laughs> uh, and that is what this show is all about. It's to tell stories like yours. So Stephanie, we really do appreciate you. And, um, you know, li- like I said, we, uh, we know that it's, there's a lot going on for some of these small businesses. Um, uh, and, and you already have a lot of moving parts when you're trying to create something from nothing. Right. right. Um, so it can't be, uh, uh, too, uh, you, you just gotta be positive about it. Right. And like, keep going. Cause right now, um, we, we will get folks back into the stores and back into right. the restaurants and, and hopefully the crummies can be a part of that. Um, in the meantime, folks, uh, where can folks find you social and, and what are your preferred touch points to, to get these folks, uh, their crummies? Yeah. So, um, preferred to order online at www.coloradocrummies.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at, at crummies co. And, uh, thank you so much. We've had a really good time. Yeah, we appreciate you and, and best of luck. And to all of our listeners, um, we're going to put uh, some links up to those different recipes in the site. And uh, we'll look at maybe trying to get one of these in our future edition of one of our cookbooks too. We always do our staff cookbooks. So this would be a very natural addition. Right and you could probably take folks, any of the uh, recipes on the Sticker Giant website that we have for a cookbook and probably swap in a crummy if you wanted to do Simple that. Simple as that. Simple as that. There you go. Um, <laughs> it's really like, don't have to, I think what you, the message I'm getting from you, Stephanie, is just the simpler, the better. Right. Yeah. And then food, food, like, you know, we said at the beginning, every, you know, every meal has a story behind it and, and, uh, and we appreciate you sharing your story, but yeah, if you head to stickerjohn.com slash cookbook, um, you can pull any of these recipes and, and, and add a, uh, yeah, just add it to the chili con queso from Hamish even there. Delicious. So I'm um, delicious. <laughs> so nice synergy there. I appreciate you, Stephanie. Um, we'll be following up in a little bit uh, here as the year goes on, because we're going to want to see your your um, your growth. And we look forward to that. And uh, we wish you the best of luck. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Stickers on the Mic. Uh, it's been my pleasure to be Andrew hosting Stephanie and uh, you know where to find us on stickerjohn.com slash podcast. And we will see you next time. That wraps up this episode of stickers on the mic brought to you by stickerjohn.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customer sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to stickergiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon podcast to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.